Thank you for joining Angus Beef Bulletin Audio. I'm Shauna Hermel, editor, and we're going to read the three marketing features in our January 11, 2023 edition. Let's get started. American Angus Association partners with IMI Global. Strategic collaboration drives profitability for independent cattle producers by Holly Martin of the American Angus Association. For today's cattle producers, it is more important than ever to be able to differentiate your cattle in the marketplace. Two of the leading third-party verification providers, IMI Global and the American Angus Association's Angus Link program, have joined forces to create an improved experience for those cattle producers while offering more value-added opportunities. Through this new relationship, IMI Global will provide verification services for USDA Process Verified Programs, or PVPs, for IMI Global and AngusLink customers. The collaboration makes it easier and more efficient for producers to access an extensive suite of verification programs and the feeder cattle industry's leading genetic merit evaluation tool in one enrollment. With tightening margins, the need for producers to differentiate their cattle and create market access with flexibility is key. At the same time, the value of superior genetics has never been greater, says Mark McCulley, Association CEO. These two market drivers are creating tremendous opportunities for producers to describe and verify their cattle. Now available to IMI customers, the Angus Link Genetic Merit Scorecard gives producers the ability to effectively communicate the genetic potential of their feeder calves to prospective buyers with three scores, beef, feedlot, and grid. The scores are calculated based on the association's extensive genetic database with more than 80 million data points. In addition, Angus Link customers will also have access to IMI's new sustainability standard, CARE Certified, which encompasses animal care, environmental stewardship, and people and community, which are all of growing importance in today's marketplace. Other PBP claims available include Angus Verified, Source, Age, Non-Hormone Treated Cattle, or NHTC, and Verified Natural Beef. This working relationship streamlines the process for producers by making it easier for them to enroll in all verification programs at once, while also allowing them access to programs they may not have had before, says John Saunders, IMI Global CEO. This partnership proves that everyone involved is prioritizing innovation and collaboration in order for cattlemen all over the country to achieve success. IMI Global a division of where food comes from incorporated is the market leader in third-party verification services enrolling more than 1.25 million cattle annually in various verification programs the american angus association is the leader in angus genetics and creating value for angus sired feeder cattle through its angus link genetic merit scorecard and angus verified programs our second article on the marketing page is a market closeout commentary by Troy Marshall, Director of Commercial Industry Relations for the American Angus Association. Troy addresses, to reach top dollar, make sure your marketing objectives include these seven keys. Establishing a breeding program requires a systematic approach. Similarly, 
A marketing program requires the same level of dedication, commitment, and discipline. It sounds simple, but it can be difficult to chart a course if you do not know where you are going. When looking at marketing objectives, many start with the idea of maximizing the value received for their calves. Similar to the overreaching objectives of a breeding program, the art is finding the right combination of attributes to fit your environment, management, and objectives. When establishing your breeding program, there are probably some non-negotiables or absolutes. The cows must be able to conceive in your environment, calve unassisted, etc. In your marketing program, the cattle have to be, number one, properly conditioned, not too fat to be discounted or so thin that the buyer benefits from an inordinate amount of compensatory gain. Two, they must be uniform. The most underrated component of a marketing is uniformity, consistency, and predictability. Variation is the enemy of managing cattle properly. Number three, they have to be healthy. Health has always been a major driver in determining value. Are the cattle weaned? Have they been on a good nutrition and mineral program? Have they been properly vaccinated, not overly vaccinated? Today, health is largely a given. Cattle that do not check all the boxes are discounted. Premiums for health status are rare in today's market because it is simply today's industry standard. Number four, cattle need to be in load lots. Can you offer the cattle in uniform load lot sizes? It doesn't seem fair, but lot size puts cattle into pricing categories. Producers don't have many options. If they do not have the numbers to put together load lots, so the best remedy is to work with other producers to create load lots or take advantage of marketing opportunities that at least afford buyers the opportunity to put together uniform load lots. Number five, cattle should be decommoditized or reputationized. Our commodity pricing system is based on averages and pushes all prices toward the mean. Better than average cattle, by definition, subsidize below average cattle. To move away from commodity pricing, one must differentiate one's cattle so buyers are aware they are above average. Traditionally, this was done by selling reputation cattle. These are cattle that have earned a reputation over time for being above average for at least two bidders in a market on a given day. Selling reputation cattle is still the key but reputation is moving away from word of mouth and personal knowledge to validated and documented claims to the health and genetics of the cattle being offered. Today, most producers would consider it too big of a risk to purchase a bull without verified third-party descriptors or expected progeny difference, EPDs if you will. Similarly, in the future, buyers of your calves will not purchase without known genetic descriptors. Tools like the Angus Link Genetic Merit Scorecard can help provide those descriptions. Number six, calves will have to be eligible for premiums. Premiums in today's marketplace are generated in one of three ways. Access to specific target markets or supply chains, market flexibility, and genetic potential. 
This is why producers receive premiums for black hided cattle and cattle that are eligible for specific supply chains that require verified claims for sustainability, hormones, all natural, etc. 7. Competitive. While this is obvious, it is amazing how much improvement we see in genetics and performance. Not many years ago, we were bragging about cattle that gained 3.5 pounds per day, converted at 6.3 pounds of feed to 1 pound of gain, and 30% of which qualified for the certified Angus beef brand. Today, those cattle are below average. To be considered top tier today, cattle need to gain 4.5 pounds a day or more, convert at closer to 5 to 1, and 30% need to grain prime. Getting better is not the key. All cattle are better. Value is determined by how far you are from the average of the industry. Breeding objectives and marketing objectives are not the same for everyone, but the Angus Link program has one focus, to help producers reach their marketing objectives and receive more value for their cattle. Give us a call at 816-383-5100 to discuss how we can help you reach your goals. Stephen Kuntz of the Livestock Marketing Information Center offers our In the Cattle Markets column for the January 11th marketing page. Stronger counter seasonal market. The last several weeks of 2022 and the first week of 2023 saw two substantial storms Delaying holiday travel, yes, but also putting substantial moisture in the Mountain West, some in the Southern Plains, and more in the Northern Plains and Upper Midwest. It will be some months before the moisture is needed, but the availability is good news for the drought-stricken cattle and forage markets. It is often a good idea to ignore price signals given in the thinly traded holiday period, but what small calf prices have done is rather noticeable. Four to five weight calves in the Southern Plains increased from less than $200 per hundred weight in October to about $230 in December. Many of the market watchers I talked to had anticipated a strong counter-seasonal market, but not of this magnitude. While calf prices have rallied and cow prices have been strong through the fall, there are certainly warning signs in the system. The box beef composite value has spent some time below $250 in December and showed none of the huge demand pulls of the prior two years. Likewise, beef primal prices have shown good seasonal demand, but not the quantum improvements of the prior years. Higher fed cattle prices and flat box beef values have resulted in packer margins being squeezed. The live to cutout spread was about $250 per head in November. No post-COVID packer I know can make money with that margin. I know of and speak with several producers who think packing should be a nonprofit public service, but the real world just does not operate that way. Hours and kills will be cut, and I am reasonably sure will be welcomed by both labor and some management after the past three years. Saturday fed slaughter has been modest for the second half of 2022 and fell off sharply in December. Meanwhile, beef cow slaughter finished the second half of the year well above the prior year. The exceptions would be for weeks 49 and 50. 
a portend of the coming year? Likely, but two points don't show a trend or a change in the trend. But several weeks in October chalked up better than 80,000 head per week compared to the rolling five-year history of 65,000 head. I am reasonably certain that the USDA cattle report at the end of the month is going to say. What does the technical picture say? The cattle charts reveal a persistent pattern. There are long-term uptrends in place and resistance planes are being broken as most contracts push into life of contract highs. But the cattle markets do not chart like the corn or soybean markets. Cattle do not jump to new higher levels. Rather, there are persistent moves higher with periodic sharp down moves. Live cattle contracts have trends in place and have broken resistance. These are buy signals. Feeder cattle look similar, but it will be interesting to see contracts test life of contract highs from last August. Specifically for producers, in this market, I am inclined to recommend people revisit their risk management plans, both options and livestock risk protection, or LRP. It is time to work in that routine of evaluating alternatives for risk protection and act on those opportunities and prices move higher. After all, July corn is $6.65, much hay is better than $300 per ton, and corn stocks are quoted better than $150 per ton. Optimism is warranted for calf markets, but the real optimism will only be revealed with more moisture. As an editor's note, Stephen Kuntz is professor in the Department of Agricultural and Resource Economics at Colorado State University. This article is provided by the Livestock Marketing Information Center, which is available online at www.lmic.info. Again, thank you for joining us for reading the three marketing features in our January 11th Angus Beef Bulletin Extra.